Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Houghton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I think it's fair to say that the Ukrainian crisis has made us all think a little bit. Myself included, it's especially made me think a lot about the fact that there are things in life that are far more important than money. In fact, I'm finding it quite hard to release a podcast episode this month because talking about personal finance when people are dying just doesn't really feel right. There's so much in life that we have to be grateful for. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget that. And there are times in my life where I'm just grateful to be warm in my bed and to be able to wake up to running water and a home that's warm. And certainly things that often are taken for granted. And when you actually stop for a second and think of the bigger picture, we really do need to appreciate sometimes just how lucky we are. And luck's an important thing and it's an important consideration that often I think goes unnoticed. I recall the Douchecoin millionaire. So Douchecoin or Dogecoin is a coin, a meme coin that was promoted largely by Elon Musk. And there's one particular gentleman I'll actually share a link to his YouTube channel in the show notes. But he basically invested a hundred thousand euros in this coin and lo and behold two months later he was a millionaire. And he refused to say that it was luck. It was all skill, according to him. And he also refused to sell. He was going to go all in on this thing until it hit 10 million or he would sell after 12 months. Well, as of today, his holding is around a half a million dollars. So he's still up, in fairness, but he's nowhere near the 3 million US dollar peak that he was a few months ago. In his mind, it was skill. It was all skill. He knew it was going to happen. But to an outsider, it was clearly luck. And I think sometimes it's very easy for us to get confused between skill and luck. I think even in my own story and my own career to date and everything I've done, I think luck has been a huge element and it's often underestimated. In fact, in my opinion, being born in a country as a native English speaker and being born into a developed country does give us a huge advantage and it's often underestimated. And the reason I mention this is because in a selfish sort of way, one of the reasons I was upset over the Ukraine crisis, and obviously, look, obviously I am deeply concerned about A, the Ukrainian people, but also B, the impact that this conflict could have on Europe and the world as a whole. But part of me, and as I said, this is a selfish part of me, felt like my own goal of financial independence had suddenly become so much more difficult. Right? And again, I mentioned it earlier at the start of the episode, it's, it shouldn't even be a consideration. But I think when you've been spending four or five years on something, in many ways, it feels a little bit like early retirement has been taken, taken away from us, or at least for me personally, because it's so difficult to plan for retirement when there's just so much uncertainty. We now no longer know what the share market is going to do for the next 
two, three, ten years. I mean, look, we didn't anyway, but now we really don't know. And there's a good chance that we could be facing what's commonly termed as a lost decade when it comes to the share market. And even in housing now, it's just so difficult to know where we stand. Inflation is running riot. Commodity prices are going up everywhere we look. The only option for me that any central bank has is going to be to raise interest rates. And the only question for me is just how far are they going to have to go? For me to borrow money within my company to secure an investment property, the interest rate is currently 4.65%. So a 2% increase there is going to see that at 6.65%. And a 4% increase puts us over 8%. So it starts to become a little bit scary to think that the borrowing costs could rise significantly. Fire relies on some degree of certainty, and we now live in a very uncertain world with an uncertain future. So I think in many ways, living in the now has become more important than ever. Am I suggesting that we put fire on hold for the time being? Absolutely not. However, I think that we can all find a bit more balance than possibly that we had been doing before, especially for myself. I've been pushing myself to the extreme, but I've quickly realized that perhaps this just isn't worth it. Part of me was getting excited because I was potentially on track to be fully retired in four to five years, depending on how things worked out. I'd worked out that I was able to buy property through my company and it was fairly tax efficient. And I was excited to see where that was going to go. However, part of me has now realized that the sacrifice of doing that probably isn't worth the risk, especially because I think putting ourselves into a position where we need to be retiring off our investment portfolio for 60, 70 years is potentially a bridge too far. I've also recently come to the conclusion that I likely wouldn't stop working anyway. So I recently started doing work where I started to plan my perfect day. And I quickly realized that doing a little bit of programming work actually was included in that perfect day. So given that I'm unlikely or don't really have a desire to give up work anyway, per se, wouldn't it make sense for me to start trying to live that perfect life from today, knowing that there's some sort of balance there? So it's not going to be perfect in the sense that I'm likely still going to be tilted a little bit more to the work side, but there's likely a very good chance that I can find a very happy medium. Part of me is also extremely fearful of a recession being around the corner. Now, I hate speculating on what's going to happen in the markets. In fact, I'm terrible at it. But there's certain indicators that are telling me that it's unlikely we're going to see what we've seen over the last 12 months or so continuing. It's become increasingly obvious that the 25% increase in the share market last year was directly related to governments simply printing far too much money. And therefore, this inflation that's going on in the market is also incredibly obvious simply because of the amount of money that was printed by governments. And it's not just an Irish problem. It's happening in countries all around the world. What we're seeing now is the big squeeze. And for almost everybody out there in Ireland at the moment, you're likely feeling that one way or another. We have gas prices that literally doubled in a week when the Ukrainian crisis initially started. And we have electricity prices rising and continuing to rise as we go. 
This can only have a knock-on effect for food prices and services in general. And as I mentioned earlier, the only way for governments to get out of this problem now is going to be to increase interest rates, which is probably, for most of us, going to have a knock-on effect for either our mortgages or if we're renting, going to have a further knock-on effect for rental prices. Big squeezes tend to only be able to go so far. It's only going to be so long in, that people are going to take this for. And usually what I've found in my short 37 years on this earth is that when we suddenly think that something's going to last forever, it tends to go the other way. Unless the job market keeps up with these price increases, it's just not going to be sustainable for everybody to live in Ireland. And that typically is when we're going to start to see immigration taking place. So I think that that is likely to potentially start happening in the future. When people start leaving, rental prices start dropping, and we start to see a reversal in a lot of what has been going on. And we saw this. We saw this back when the Celtic Tiger collapsed. When I moved to Ireland in 2011, there was about 50,000 people moving out of the country every year. So my gut says that we're riding on a little bit of a bubble. And I think there's a lot of FOMO out there at the moment, a lot of fear of missing out. And I've certainly seen this recently. We've been bidding and looking at houses for the last few months. And there's definitely a fear in bidders that they feel like prices are going to continue to rise. And so I've taken a little bit of a calculated risk to be content and sitting on the sidelines on the property market for the next couple of months just to wait and see, knowing that if I do miss out and prices do continue to rise, well, that's okay. That's okay. But trying to bid on property in the current economic climate, it's just so difficult. It's just so, so difficult. Ultimately, all of this has led me to do two things. Firstly, I realized that we needed to get more in control of our own costs. And there was a couple of things that I could do to help offset this. So we actually replaced our very old Toyota Corolla that was basically a gas guzzler. It was costing me around 17 euros per 100 kilometers, and it was frankly eating us alive. So we've replaced that with a more efficient diesel car, which will save us between 25 and 30% of the running costs than our previous petrol car was costing us. I will be sharing the results of this on my next blog update. I will put a link into the show notes once this is published. So do look out for that. Uh, but I was able to calculate that even with the cost and factoring and depreciation, it was actually going to save us money in the long term. So it's one of these situations where I'd been trying to drive that car to, to its death. But in the end, when I actually crunched the numbers, I realized that replacing the car was going to save us a lot more money in the long run. And secondly, we've been looking to get some solar panels installed because I just can't take these headlines anymore and everything in relation to electricity prices going up. And I figure, look, in the long term, they're only going to go up anyway. So it makes sense to bite the bullet a little bit. And again, I've crunched the numbers on solar panels. Whilst they aren't an amazing investment in terms of it could take a long time to see the money back. And again, in the long term, it will pay off. But overall, the Ukrainian conflict has shown the need to appreciate life every single day and just to be so grateful for what we have. And I think for me, this has been the biggest change of mind from where I've been over the last six months or so. 
I am far more interested in pursuing the time freedom movement of fire at the moment than I am the early retirement aspect of fire. I just think being able to set your own schedule and do things around your own lifestyle is going to be critical and finding that work-life balance for me is going to be the big thing I'm going to be striving for in 2022. I know based on Coast Fire that I'm going to have a good retirement one day anyway and it really is just a matter of saying when will I fully retire and if it's in four years, 14 years or 24 years it really is somewhat irrelevant if I'm not enjoying the journey as I go. As always, if you have any questions on this episode, drop me an email at michael at firepodcast.ie. Otherwise, I look forward to catching you on the next episode.